to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Bright lights. It is my last day here in New Orleans at the ASHI PDC Summit. It's been a fun conference, quieter, you know, the world is opening up, but there's still a lot of people who, for their own health reasons or because of company travel bans or limitations, didn't get a chance to come. There were about two-thirds less people than normal and definitely a younger group. It made it a lot of ways more fun because there was more opportunities to see people and interact with them rather than getting lost in the crowd. It's also been a quieter conference. Um, I've been burning the candle at both ends, as I'm sure most of you have, um, as I've talked to contacts and colleagues and friends here at this conference. Everybody has the same story. We are so busy, we don't know how we're even going to get the work done. I was just traveling all the week before, had a flight canceled, got home very late, and had to catch an 8 o'clock flight to get here the next morning. And we have had just a loaded schedule with board dinners and board meetings all day taking the client who spoke with me, the amazing Dr. Joe Luria from Cincinnati Children's, out for dinner, you know, just a lot of stuff, a lot of nights that went a little later. And usually at these conferences, there are parties and there's a lot of socializing and fun stuff. And, you know, I just kept hearing this voice inside of me that was saying, don't do late nights, go to bed you need the rest, go to bed. And I've been doing that, but last night there was supposed to be a party at a bar on Bourbon Street, and it would have been a lot of fun. And I got back to my room and I said, I'm just gonna lie down for a little bit, and then around seven, head over there. It's about six blocks from the hotel. Well, not only did I fall into a coma-like sleep, but I was awakened to my phone blaring with a tornado warning. Luckily, all is well in downtown New Orleans, in the main city, but there were tornadoes that touched down very close by that did affect, unfortunately, um, some of the western parts of the surrounding areas. Um, And these were crazy tornadoes with little tornadoes spinning off of them. So it was an eventful night here. Uh, I think it is really, in a lot of ways, when we don't listen to ourselves and we don't slow down on our own, we get other signs that we need to slow down, that we need to take a breath. A lot of people do not believe me when I say that I'm an introvert because I'm also very passionate. I also have a lot of conviction that when I 
speak and I have no problem sharing my opinion because I feel so strongly about the things I believe in and I know that it's not about me. It's about sharing that knowledge or that information or helping to guide or shape something. But in truth, I am a huge introvert. If you don't know the difference between introvert and extrovert, an extrovert is someone who gets energy from interacting with people. So extroverts don't really like to be alone. They enjoy being in a big group. They enjoy working the room. They enjoy being the center of attention. They really get a lot of energy by learning about other people and sharing stories. On the other hand, introverts get energy when they're by themselves, when they get to be in quiet stillness, when they don't have to put any energy into other people, when they can just recharge. And introverts are not shy. That's a common misperception is that if you're introverted, you are the person in the corner of the room who doesn't speak up. And a lot of people don't realize that they are introverts because of that. Studies have shown that introverts can be very outspoken and very good at making contacts and networking. It's just that they do it in a slightly different way and they need their alone time. And I thought I would share my experience going to conferences as an introvert because I do it a lot. And I have actually built up quite a large national network and even some great international contacts while all the while being an introvert. Thought I would share a little bit of networking for introverts and what's what that's like and why you shouldn't feel like you can't do it, why you shouldn't feel that you have to imitate an extrovert. And this is a really important thing because in our society, if you actually go back, people were more naturally introverted. There are more introverts than extroverts in the world. And if you study culture and ways of life through up till about the Industrial Revolution, you'll find that most people lived fairly solitary lives. They didn't socialize all that much, and they kind of kept to their family unit. And their way of acting in the world was a very introverted way of having interactions. However, as society became more industrialized, as the world became more about transactional commerce and selling, the idea of an extrovert began to ascend. And there are even places like at Harvard Business School where they really mold you to be an extrovert. If you are naturally an extrovert, this will work out very well. If you are an introvert naturally, though, you will feel a lot of pressure and a lot of stress because you're trying to act in a way that doesn't feel natural to you. 
the biggest litmus test, I think, is how do you feel after an event? Do you feel excited and ready to go? Or do you feel like you need time alone to rest and to process? That's really kind of the way to gauge it. When you're at a conference, they typically run all day. And often at conferences, there are networking breaks and there's opportunities in the evenings to socialize. So it can feel like you don't have any time to yourself. These are my pro tips for level setting. Number one, when you go to sessions, if you happen to see someone you know and sit with them, that's great, but don't make an effort to always have to have a buddy. It's okay to sit by yourself and just listen to the speakers, process what you're hearing and take time for that. Number two, remember to build authentic connections versus making small talk. When the session is over, if you really enjoyed what you heard from the speaker, make sure that you did ask questions about it so that you can get extra information about things that you weren't quite sure of or you wanted to know a little bit more about how they did it. And make it a point to go up to the speaker at the end and tell them how much you appreciated their talk, get their contact information, connect with them on LinkedIn. You don't have to engage in a lot of small talk. You can just share one thing you appreciated that they shared. It's a genuine connection then. It's not this crazy bro kind of style of let's work the room. It's just a genuine noticing an appreciation of something that the person worked hard on and they will appreciate that you appreciate it. And it also gives you a connection with them that is very authentic. So you can write to them when you request to connect you know, I really enjoyed your talk and these were the things I took out of it and I would love to learn more about what you do. If you really got a lot out of it, you might even try to find a time to meet with them online or have a phone call or in person if they live near you and explore things a little bit further. Because this is a key thing about introverts is we are not good at the small talk. But we're really good about talking about things we care about and common interests. Other great thing about going up to the speaker and genuinely sharing what you enjoyed is that you'll notice other people do that too. And those people are also potentially good contacts because they also were genuinely touched by something that the speaker shared and they want to learn more. So you may find you have things in common with them. And again, it's not that banter. You're able to say, I really enjoyed that she talked about the way she did that statistical analysis of the number of footsteps that nurses take. And the other person can say, yeah, I I like that too. I also do a lot of statistical analysis and you could have a conversation from there. So as you can see, there's no small talk there. There's no pressure to have a persona at play. You're simply able to genuinely share information with other people. Tip three, take advantage of downtime when you can get it. 
often there are 15 minute breaks or whatever. If you feel that you need a little time, go into a quiet corner, go outside, take a few minutes to collect yourself and breathe rather than rushing off to the next session or feeling like you've got to chase down people you might know or might want to know. Often there are long breaks because they want you to go to a trade show that helps to fund the conference. And I always say to people, make sure you do go to the trade show and walk the whole floor and say hello to the people in the booths. You may find something that they're representing that does interest you. They help fund the conference. So it is important that you show up and that you let them see that there are people there on the floor and that people are engaging with them. They really are the lifeblood of conferences. And so if they don't feel that they got any value from going to the conference, they won't have a booth next year. And it's going to start costing all of us a lot more money to attend. Make sure you do walk around and you do say hello to people. But again, it doesn't have to be this big energy suck where you have to have a conversation with every vendor at every booth. You don't have to be someone you're not. You just need to walk away with some nuggets of information. But often, because trade shows are so important, there are longer breaks over lunch or receptions or things like that that will happen in the hall where the trade show is taking place. You don't have to be there that whole time, right? If there is a three-hour break, you can take maybe an hour to walk around, and maybe you go back to your hotel and take a nap. Maybe you get a chance to take a walk or to explore something in the city that you're in. Often conference centers are so self-contained that you may have no experience of the location in which the conference is held if you don't make an effort to get out into that city. Rest, recharge, reset, take time alone and be more present then when you are having a social interaction. Now let's talk about the receptions because these are big networking events. They can feel really intimidating. I have gone to conferences by myself way back in the day when I didn't know anybody. I was new to the industry. I had nothing else better to do, and if I didn't want to eat dinner by myself, I was kind of relying on the food at the reception to be my dinner because I had no plans. I had nothing to do. I would walk over to something that interested me, and if there were other people there too, I would just ask them a question about what was in front of us. A really great conversation starter is simply... What do you think of this conference? Are you enjoying it? It's easier to network when you don't have to make small talk, which is, you know, like showing the cross to Dracula for us introverts. So think about questions you can ask that are a little bit more meaty, a little bit more information-based. Like, did you attend this session? I thought this was really great. What was your favorite session that you went to today? 
What do you think about this showroom? Where are you from? What kind of work do you do? And when they tell you if you've got something in common with that, you can begin to build up a conversation from there. And if you still don't, you can ask a question about what do you love about doing that kind of work? Or what's been the most interesting experience you've had? As you can tell, these kinds of questions, they're not yes or no answers. They're not questions that require you to have an answer. They're questions that help you learn about the other person. So as introverts, we often feel put on the spot when people ask us personal questions and can brain freeze and not feel like we have an answer. But when we can ask questions of other people, we're learning about them and we're not having to put ourselves on the spot. We can choose to share as we want. The other person may ask us questions as well, but like I talked about in our mirroring episode, when you go first, you set the tone. So if you set the tone that you're talking about a topic that was covered at the conference, When the other person asks you questions, their questions are going to be aligned with the topic that you put out there. It's not going to be things like, what's your favorite band? Or who who are you rooting for in the game tonight? And you're sitting there going, I don't even follow sports. It's going to be a question related to the topic that you put out there. Or find a way to gracefully leave when a conversation is over. Expect a conversation to last two to five minutes unless you're really, really um, resonating with the person or know them well. Don't feel like you have to keep it going. You'll know when the pauses start to happen or it feels like the person has completed what they have to say and you don't really have much to say back in response at that point and it doesn't feel like they have much to ask you about at that point. When it feels like a conversation has completed, say something like, oh, I'm going to go talk to someone over there or I need to get another drink or my phone just buzzed and I need to check it because I'm expecting a call. Find a way to get away. Don't feel like you have to be attached to the first person you happen to have a conversation with. Look for those ways, those exit ramps, so that you can gracefully move away. I hope that these tips were helpful to you to network as an introvert because networking is really important. We need to have a variety of contacts. We need to reach out to people on the regular. We need to get the value out of the knowledge tapped in the people we know. Knowledge is knowing where to find it and having a network is a way to unlock knowledge, unlock opportunities. Networking for introverts really is about taking the breaks you need to reset, not feeling the pressure to always be the center of attention, to listen and ask in-depth questions rather than have to do the small talk. And after that, after each interaction, take a moment to yourself. Take some time to reset. And choose the next person you talk to carefully so that you will have something meaningful to say to them. 
Remember to share your stories about networking as an introvert. Share the pro tips that you have cultivated over the years to help you be present in social situations in a way that you feel comfortable and that feels authentic to you, not like you're trying to be smarmy or work the room or salesy. I would love to hear what you do. Thank you everyone for listening and um, I will be heading back to Cincinnati for the rest of the week, but next week's show will be coming at you from Chicago where I am speaking at another conference. It is sort of a conference palooza. That's why it's so important to take the time for rest and of course work is still going on as well. Take care everyone, love you all, and I will see you next time. you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired. (laughs) 